Hey, Woz. Yes, Nicole. I found a wooden shoe in my toilet today. What? It was clogged. Oh, dear. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Woz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Howdy listeners (laughs) and welcome to Two Idiots Recording Stuff on a Podcast. Ably enabled by Matt the Enabler. Matt the Enabler. Matt has many names, doesn't he? <laughs> the, the Matador. Matador. On a Saturday night after a couple of beers, the Matterhorn. Yes, and he has lots of metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't have anything other than maybe some wazisms, but they're not quite as funny. Actually, they're not funny at all. Oh, but your situational jokes are hilarious. Well, I, I was um, chatting with someone recently about you know, whether we should talk business in the session and you weren't there and his wife wasn't there. So what could possibly go wrong? Two men on a Zoom call for an hour. <laughs> and he said, yeah, like we might just spend the whole hour talking about footy. And uh, I, I probably not, I'm not much of a footy aficionado, Coxie. And then it got me thinking that I don't really have the leggies for footy <laughs> and that's about the best i can do on a friday morning look i i really appreciate your uh your little dad jokes that slip into our conversations <laughs> particularly the ones with new clients and i can see them kind of looking they get the the hairy eye on and it's what's going on here is that funny should i laugh <laughs> <laughs> some people laugh politely i think oh they do but they, they choose are a funny. polite laugh they're very funny. They keep me entertained throughout my day. Which which is a reasonable Chucky Norris segue into a choice about responding versus reacting, Nicole. Nice segue, Warwick. I like it. I'm just I'm down to business here today. You are, you're on. Let's do, <laughs> it. Let's do it. So we uh, we were doing some episode planning this morning, which I timed it and it was seventy nine seconds. And we managed to plan five episodes in that time. We did. We've planned quite a lot, haven't we? I'm I'm proud of how quickly we can plan when we do actually plan. But that's that's how it rolls here at Tradies in Business, folks, uh, because we have so much content that we share. We've got such a massive library that's a library uh, of content that our tradiepreneurs have access to. And, yes, that's a bit of a horn toot uh, for how much – um, I guess we we provide to our clients. So if you're not a client, that's okay. You get a ton from the podcast and we love hearing from you about how much you get from the podcast and it's all coming to an end. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, <laughs> that was my best attempt at entertainment, Nicole. So uh, we do have a lot of content and so sometimes it's actually really hard to know what to share with you because there is so much that we could share and so sometimes I'm getting the your internet is terrible head No, you're getting my no. my phone is going ding ding ding. I didn't oh. <laughs> my embarrassed shame face. <laughs> right. I couldn't tell the difference between that one and the was your internet has gone to putty again today. No, your internet's doing great today. 
which is, well, that's good because there's no wind, there's no rain, it's a little bit of cloud, um, so hopefully the signal's bouncing off my, my big ears and focusing in onto the Wi-Fi box. It's working. Great. So we're going to talk about responding versus reacting today. It is an emotionally charged time of year. Um, I was I was feeling pretty shit this morning, uh, discussing arrangements for Christmas with exes and kids and that sort of stuff. So for any of you who go through that every Christmas time, um, I feel you. And I know Coxie does too because it can be a very challenging time of year. Um, when we're all supposed to be doing the happy family thing and it's probably quite the opposite of that for many of us, unfortunately. <laughs> and so, you know, I was feeling a bit flat this morning. I went for a walk around the paddock and I swore at the cows and uh, made sure not to electrocute myself on the electric fencing because that would have made me even angrier. <laughs> and it does require quite some willpower or discipline to step out of the the wallowing around in that heavy emotion sometimes whatever the scenario and actually step back out into the light and see the good things that are around us uh, mm -hmm. and i know i find that challenging coxie i know you're a gun with this you're just like ice queen you don't feel <laughs> anything do you that's not true. <laughs> we can go with that if you like. Well, that's my problem. I can pretend I don't, but I'm a deep feeler. But it is—it's a—it can be a really crappy time of year. Everybody's emotion charged, and everybody carries their own personal stuff that they have through this time of year into all of their interactions. So that means you, as a business owner, not only are you coping with your own emotions, you're coping with your team, you're coping with your clients that you run into, your suppliers. Like there's a, a huge amount of people that you're running into every day whose emotions uh, are rubbing off on you one way or another, you can't prevent it. But it also means that there's a lot of flashpoints. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of opportunity for there to be the reactions rather than taking the time to actually respond rather than react. Um, it can be really challenging and I'm not particularly great at keeping myself in check if I'm feeling particularly emotionally charged either. Um, and I don't think there's you know, a flick a switch moment or it's as easy as making a choice. It's a long practicing, it's a long doing time and time again um, exercise for you to develop that muscle because it's a muscle very much and it's not an easy task to do, particularly at this time of year when we're all feeling a bit meh, hassled, stressed, overwhelmed, exhausted, emotional. It still bakes my noodle that the media and the marketers tell us that this time of year is all wonderful and reindeer farts and fairy dust and everything else. And yet the reality for so many people, and you've only got to look at the content online. I mentioned content earlier. And if you have a look at the blog, co blog posts, you could also look at the blog posts going out at the moment. Uh, and the, the, the plethora of articles on social media about how to cope with Christmas and how to, but then there's also the flip side, Coxie, there's the, how to have the perfect Christmas. You know, if you look at any of the home magazines or yes. any of those uh, publications, they're actually making it worse for everybody because there's all these styled photos of what the the perfect family dinner table looks like mm. and making people feel like shit because theirs doesn't look like that. So we mm -hmm. feel less again. And 
it's still a choice. It's still a choice for us to look at that stuff in the first place. Um, I laugh at it. Um, and it's a choice for us to decide whether we need to have our table looked that way or we need to have every single thing ticked off our to-do list in our business. And the reality is not many people actually do. There's very, very, very few people that would have a clear desk, a clear to-do list, a nicely scheduled shutdown period, every client sorted, all handed over. It just doesn't happen. It's a crock. No. You know what it feels like to me, Christmas, and running through to the end of Christmas? Is it the Tassie Devil in the cartoons from when we were kids? It was always just a million miles an hour. That's what Christmas feels like. Yes, exactly that. It's full on. It's noisy, it's messy, and there's some fantastic times to be had and some satisfaction and some joy to be had in the mess. And I think when we embrace and understand that no matter how well we plan it out, even you and I over the last couple of weeks have had to hustle with new ideas. It's gotten messy trying to map out the end of that year, even for us. Um, If you embrace that mess, you can find that enjoyment. You can find the love and the clarity and the okayness that can be part of Christmas rather than, as you're saying, choosing to be caught in some of the heavy stuff that is there for all of us in one form or another over the festive Mm. period. It doesn't feel very festive for many, I think. I think it feels really hard. Mm. Um, And yet in the hard and the weird and the uncomfortable and maybe even the sad, there can be some joy and some love if we look for it. I uh, I want to share some tips, Nicole, but I don't really have any because I think I suck at this just as much as everybody else uh, other than a pattern break. It's, it's an old yes. neuro-linguistic programming um, technique and it's used by, if you look at some of these, um, you know, success thinking counsellors and even, you know, sports psychologists and, and any of those sorts of people, performance coaches, uh, they use a version of this technique and it's it's literally because we get in thinking patterns or thought patterns. And so our thought patterns at the moment are ones of stress, of overwhelm, of frustration, of pressure. Um, you know, there's resentment and anger around some of those situations that, that I mentioned earlier. And so it's easy to actually get stuck in those thought patterns with everything. And then when somebody else brings an emotional situation to our, our table, whether that's a staff member who's flipping out or a client who's lost their marbles again, uh, we <laughs> then react to that mm. via that same thought pattern. So a pattern break is is like a circuit breaker. And it's it still requires willpower, but it requires, I feel, less willpower to enact the circuit breaker than it does to permanently um, wrestle with that thought pattern. So it could be, like I said before, you know, I, I deliberately went and moved our cattle in the paddock. I could have done it this afternoon. Um, I chose to do it this morning because I was in a funk and uh, um, luckily nothing went wrong. So I didn't have to throw the fencing pliers across the paddock. Um <laughs> <laughs> or get tangled up in the fence or get electrocuted in the inner thigh again, trying to hop over the fence that I thought I'd turned off. Ouch. So, <laughs> uh, hobby farm life. Sometimes I feel like such a Gumby. So, um, yeah, uh, luckily nothing went overtly wrong. And it was great to just wander around the paddock and do something completely unrelated to what was infuriating me or what I was allowing to infuriate me earlier. Mm. 
And whether you're sitting in the office, whether you're on site, whatever, maybe it's just go for a walk. For, for some people, it's go have a, a cancer stick. Mm. You know, that's, that's a little ritual that helps as a pattern break. You know, you remove yourself from that pattern, from that stimulus, go for a walk, go down the road and get an ice break, um, go drive around the block, go and do 10 star jumps, something ridiculous. Uh, you know, stay away from social media. I don't think that's a pattern break. I think that just actually makes it worse. Mm. But that little circuit break can help us just take a breath, step back half a step and go, okay, I'm in a bit of a state here. I think if I just take a few breaths, I come back to this later or I'll approach this differently. It just gives us that little bit of room to go back to choosing a response versus just rah and reacting to things. Sometimes rah feels really good though. Oh, yeah. I wanted to rah this morning. Ask my kids. They get the rah. <laughs> I think there's a, there is another thing that we can do and that is um, building the resilience. So I don't mean, you know, put yourself in confrontational situations and learn how to respond. I actually mean taking time for self-care so that we have the bank of calm and relaxed state and fulfillment to draw from in these times of peak stress. So I think if we are practicing our self-care on a regular basis, we tend not to be as heightened as we might be otherwise. So whether that's going for a mountain bike ride that I know that you and wifey love to do, or it's going for a bushwalk, or it's for me playing in the garden, or it's reading a book, it's just taking that time out for yourself to nourish yourself rather than continually being in that heightened pattern, which I think is something that we tend to let go of as soon as December flicks over, if not November for that matter. Um, and we get the pressure, the busyness of trying to fulfill everybody else's uh, needs rather than our own. So putting that time back into yourself can be a great way to have that resilient state to pull from rather than being in that heightened state all of the time. It's tough. It's not easy. Not easy being green. Not easy being green. I you are green today. You've got a cracking green channel. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and I literally was feeling this this morning. <laughs> for, for our listeners, they can't see my funny T-shirt. Um, I want to be the funny T-shirt guy, but no one can oh. see them on, on Zoom because the no, screen it is, a problem, isn't is, it? is too small or I'm too big. My chest is too big. That's what it is. It's those guns, Was See, it's all about your perspective. It is about your Is the screen too small or, or am I just too jacked? You're, you're muscly. <laughs> and I'm so humble as well. I mean, look at the size of this head. It's enormous. Sometimes I feel like you're leading me up the garden path. Oh, I like to do that with lots of people, Coxie. Even you, listeners. So hopefully we've led you up the garden path to smell some different flowers and take a pattern break. And, <laughs> and look, maybe the pattern break is you've got a punching bag in the shed and you mm. go belt the crap out of that. Um, and if you're a guy, I don't know what you could do, but for the ladies, you know, punching stuff is probably quite helpful. I quite uh, like boxing. It's fun. <laughs> I bet you do. Yes. A lot of your angst out on the boxing bag or your mate's gloves. You, you've got right hook or left hook or straight right. What's your favorite punch? An uppercut. Oh my God. I, love oh, an <laughs> I bet you deliver a mean <laughs> uppercut, Coxie. Yeah, I have to box. Oh, now Raquel likes boxing with me. Once upon a time, it was only Blake. Um, to my two kids, I was. It was fierce. It, it's bloody good stuff. It's great therapy. <laughs> <laughs> now they're 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 both ready to take mum on. 
Mm, crikey. All right, so maybe, uh, yeah, go go box with an inanimate object, listeners. Try not to take it out physically on the person who's actually upsetting you. <laughs> Don't give them a coxie uppercut. A coxie cut. Anywho, um, hopefully that's helped you just be more aware of the emotion that's flying around at the moment and and just use a little bit of willpower to step out of that just for a minute or three. And give yourself the space to do what you're probably more than capable of doing in other settings. Mm. And that is to just choose how you respond rather than um, instinctively react from emotion. I think you raised a good point that I'd like to reshare. Those of you who do find Christmas to be challenging, we see you. We've been there. We are there. We understand where you're coming from. If you need to have a chat, please reach out. You're not alone. There are plenty of us in this boat, unfortunately, or fortunately, because we can all support one another. We can all cry in our beer and our wine together. Sometimes that happens and it feels pretty good. <laughs> if uh, if you're looking for more support, you know where to find us, tradiesinbusiness.com.au. Uh, really excited. Our, our website is undergoing some renovations at the moment, and like any good renovation, it's taking longer than we thought. <laughs> uh, so they found a few termites and a couple of other issues that they needed to rectify, a bit more engineering going on underneath the house, and that'll be launching, uh, uh, who knows, sometime soon. So if you haven't seen the website for a while, go over Sticky Beak. You'll probably see the old one. <laughs> But the new one's coming. <laughs> and we're not stressed about it because we're taking a moment. We're chill. No, I'm, I'm choosing my response. We are. Hey, designers. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening, gang. Hooray. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.